0: Hello friends, and welcome to The Block, the building, learning, and organizational culture podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Heidi Kirby, and on today's episode, we're wrapping up 2023 and looking ahead to 2024. I'm going to talk about some of the lessons that I learned throughout the year, as well as where I think the brightest possibilities are for l in the future. 2023 was an incredibly tumultuous year for me, both professionally and personally. And I feel like a lot of people that I've talked to, both in the learning and development world and out of it, have felt largely the same way. So I wanted to share some of the lessons that I took away in 2023 that I've also been sharing in some other places. So you may have heard me say something similar to this recently in a post or in a LinkedIn live or, but one of the biggest lessons and one of the biggest takeaways I had in 2023 is that I kept hearing that, oh, the business or the organization doesn't care about the evaluation phase of Addie. They don't care about the metrics we're collecting. They don't have time for those metrics. They don't have time for evaluation. But really, it's not that the organization doesn't care about metrics. It's that they don't care about the ones you're looking at or you're reporting on back to them. They're past completions. They're past the smile sheets And they care about the kind of metrics that impact their organizational goals. There's usually some kind of goal around revenue. There's usually some kind of goal around how employees are treated or retained or hired or grown. And if we can't connect our work in a really strategic way to those organizational goals, they aren't going to care. And in fact, An even bigger lesson I learned this year was that that time we have to show our value, that time we have to report on the right metrics and identify the right audience and design the right solution is extremely limited and is even more so limited in this economic climate where I'm watching L&D teams get laid off in their entirety at organizations, including at the organization I worked for. In July, my entire team was let go. And so we have very, this, this urgency to show value to our organization and to our business. And for me, I feel like I wasn't able to show value fast enough in my most recent role. And it was in large part due to the revolving door of leadership above me, where I was trying to move things forward. But every time we got a new director, which was every three to six months, we would have to pivot and change the way we were doing things and change our quarterly goals and change our metrics. And that shifting and that pivoting never let us give one cohesive vision to our organization and never let us show value through that cohesive vision. And so we really have to look at what we're doing and we have to look at being efficient and we have to look at measuring the right things. And we have to carry this lesson into 2024 because we don't want to see any more of our L&D friends getting laid off. And a great thing to start by doing is to remember that our audience doesn't just consist of our learners or our end users or whoever it is that is consuming the learning project that we've created. It also includes our subject matter experts and our stakeholders. Both of those groups have some kind of expectation linked to what we're creating and linked to our end product. And if we don't meet that expectation, we're putting ourselves at risk. And so we need to remember that our audience is more than just the end user. It's truly our entire organization that we're working for. And we need to act accordingly. But we also need to look back inwardly. And I think it's really important for folks in the LD field to be able to self reflect and to admit where we've been wrong and to admit where we've been responsible for inefficiencies or bad training or not pushing back enough or not asserting our expertise enough and really work to improve those lines of communication and those soft skills that are becoming such an important and critical part of what we're doing. I think the other thing too that we need to remember is that things are unexpected and we can never really plan ahead. And so even this idea of like looking forward to the future and thinking about trends. And last year at the end of the year, I did a show with Matt on Trends where <laughs> basically the whole show was Matt telling me how much he didn't like trends and me being like, yeah, you, you make great points. So I wanted to shift away from that a little bit, but I think that it's important to point out that I had looked back at some trends lists from January in the planning of this episode and noticed that a lot of the lists that I was looking up seemed to only look at the other l trends lists. And some of them were really missing what was happening in other sectors, right? I mean, things like the economic climate, things like the technological advances that are happening, those are the kinds of trends that can really impact L&D. And sometimes I think we lean a little bit too hard on our own wishful thinking and what we want to see happen in L&D. And we don't really consider that bigger picture of how we might be impacted and how we might be able to think ahead, right? Some of the advances that are happening with AI, some of the things that are happening with augmented reality and sustainability efforts, and because of the reliance on AI for efficiency and... You know, automated solutions and things that are going to help us in certain aspects of our job, we really need to be considering what is going to make us stand out and what is going to help us continue to innovate. And I think that really looking at that human aspect and those soft skills and those consulting skills that we have to look at a situation and find the root cause using needs analysis and dream up an inventive solution using our problem solving skills, and then let the AI help us develop or execute that learning project, that's going to be a really great way to utilize our time in the best way. So we really need to, to recap, measure the right things that our organization cares about and show them value really quickly. And to remember that our audience isn't just the end users, but our subject matter experts and stakeholders. And finally, we need to remember to take the time to self reflect after our learning projects so that we can really see ways to innovate, ways to become more efficient, and ways to create better solutions. The goal of AI in LD for me is for it to be able to help us to do things more quickly and efficiently. Not to do our job for us, but to assist us in tasks where it can. And I think that figuring out what that looks like is going to be important for us in the coming years. I think we're only beginning to scratch the surface of how it can really impact our day-to-day and I think that's great and exciting. But I also think there's a bit of a disconnect. And I've talked about this multiple times this year where we have a lot of people who are really forward thinking and they want to embrace AI and they want to embrace the latest and greatest technology. But we also have a lot of people who are very set in using very old technology, old methodology old frameworks. And so I think we're kind of reaching a a very interesting point in our field where there's kind of a real departure of the old from the new. And I think we're going to continue to see new models and frameworks and technology and new L&D startups pop up and We're going to see content presented in different ways than we've seen before. And I think one of the things to remember when we're kind of moving at a breakneck pace with technology is the importance of the learning goal or the learning outcome. And that it's not about the technology. It's not about the bells and whistles and gamification, and trends, and buzzwords. It's really about the purpose and what we're trying to accomplish. And if you've ever listened to any of these other podcast episodes, you know that that's something I'm incredibly passionate about. And I'm going to continue that work with my partner, Matt, in 2024 with Useful Stuff. And so I know that the site has been quiet this year, but we've been building in the background, and I'm really excited about some of the stuff we're going to be creating for LD professionals, including things that are already in the works and being created, like a new evaluation framework for modern learning projects that is a lot more flexible than some of the rigid evaluation models we've seen in the past. I'm going to be sharing the research that I've done On working with SMEs, I had the wonderful opportunity to sit down with 11 different instructional designers and talk to them about what it's like working with subject matter experts so that we can publish that research and share that research with new and aspiring instructional designers. And then the thing I'm most excited about, which is a cohort based course on instructional design fundamentals that is part theory, part practice, and just a culmination of mine and Matt's background, expertise, education, and all of the different things that we've learned along the way that we want to share with people who are new to the field, aspiring IDs, or even people who've been in the field for a very long time who just want to revisit the basics and help out some new people. So, There will be more details on all of that coming, possibly on the podcast, definitely on my LinkedIn. So make sure that we're connected so that you can stay tuned and keep in touch. And I hope you all have the happiest of holidays and I'll see you next year. Thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. For more great L&D resources, connect with me on LinkedIn or visit getusefulstuff.com.